I'm an asshole. I'm here to fuck shit up. Hello, fellow fumblers, and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumblers Podcast, the show where a few friends fumble through your favorite films. Today, we are reviewing The Exorcist, a movie released in 1973 and directed by William Friedkin. So without further ado, my name's Adrian. What's up? It's James. I'm Taryn. And I'm Nate. What's up, Nate? Hi, Nate. Nate, again. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome back. Within the same thank you month. No, wait. Yeah, it's already it was, October. Yeah, I mean like thirty days ago, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Again. Alright, let's um let's do a cheers oh. to Oh Lord. Do you guys not have shots for No shots for me tonight. Okay. Nader looks like he doesn't need one. Me and James. <laughs> he has got this. Taryn 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 weaked out. I mm. forgot, dude. It's our show, man. It's our show. <laughs> oh, that was what one was of the that? Oh my shots God. I've had in a long time. You look fucked up. What was that? It was Jack Daniels. Ooh, oh. gross. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Usually it's not that bad. Right there with you with the crown. I, I, like, I rinsed <sighs> off this glass in really hot water. And then the shot glass was really hot, and then I poured oh, the jack no. in there. So maybe it boiled it. Oh, you got man, that was boiled rough. jack. Oh, yeah. that's gross. Well, boiled jack. Yeah, that was disgusting. boiled jack. Sounds like a crazy colonialism. Yeah, just like some <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, or a cool ass like uh, ghost name. Like what? What the fuck was the guy's nickname? Happy Handy. What the oh, fuck was his name? Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. Yeah. Captain Howdy, oh, Happy oh, Andy. That's the name Reagan gave him, right? It's well, Captain Howdy. So let's yeah. jump right into it then. Did she get the demon from the Ouija board? I don't know. Because it, it was no. like... I, I would assume that... I don't know. Like, it, it, it didn't lean into that a lot. It showed the Ouija board, like, very briefly. She's like, where'd you get that? And then the mom was just like two down she was just like what ouija board where'd you get that let's play like i don't know it was just She's like you don't even know how to use it i'm know. i'm gonna say yes she opened up the floodgates by fucking around trying to talk to some spirits and finding out and um, she met captain jack or whatever his name was she met <laughs> captain handy captain howdy handy. Oh, captain howdy <laughs> handy manny just went inside her yeah, I, I think yeah. it was. Uh, I don't know. I think it was the dad, man. He's traveling Europe or some shit. Yeah, I feel like the dad he's, had something to do with it. Come on, he, he's got to run into some crazy gothic church demon Transylvania. Shit. They didn't say where. Yeah, Europe. and <laughs> the dad never shows up, right? Am I right. I'm just, I'm just okay. fucking spitballing oh. here. But like, let's say, yeah. you know, oh, dad's gone. The mom says he's mm-hmm. MIA. He's in Europe. Let's just say he it's stumbled upon her. some uh, some rundown gothic church with some crazy voodoo shit, crazy voodoo shit, and just you know cursed the shit out of his family. I assumed it had something to do with, with his dad for sure. Her dad, really? I don't know. It didn't. Oh, wow. It wasn't super obvious. That Ouija board was too small of a thing. I think it was very subtle. Okay, 
first I of all, that, I'm sure that this I can agree. No, I can agree. It's the Ouija board. I'm sure it's explained <laughs> in the novel. Did you read yeah. it? Like it, it has to be. No, I didn't read it. I watched the movie for the first time yesterday. <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna Google it real quick. Later. I can't believe. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I hadn't seen this one. I, I feel like I say that too much. It's almost a trope I, at this point. Yeah, I, but I, like this is one of those movies where it's like it's like a it's like a Back to the Future where you already it's know. So ingrained in popular culture. No, yeah, it's yeah. such a big pop cult thing. Uh, yeah, no, I, that, that you know, like all the the major things, but the beginning scene where they were like in Iraq and stuff that was fucking completely okay. left field. Like, I was so... like. Hell yeah! Some that's archaeological shit. That's like the director's cut version of the movie that we watched. That wasn't oh, okay. in the original that came out in theaters. Oh, ah. that explains oh, a bit. It, I, it was on Amazon. I think I'd seen that before. Yeah, so I I guess when they re-released the movie in theaters in like 2001 or something, they re-released it as the cut you've never seen. That's what they called it, and they had that and like some other stuff, oh. including the spider scene, which is crazy. They didn't just wait. Okay, so did you guys watch the the spider version scene? with the spider scene, the spider walk? Yeah, that's the. That's I the... didn't. Oh, it's where oh, she locks like... down the stairs. Wait, oh, you yeah, saw yeah, the Iraq yeah, yeah. scene, but not that. Yes. What? I heard I that both of those were only in that. I don't know, dude. To be yeah, fair, so all those a lot of very, like, all those very iconic scenes, they happen quick and they cut. Like, like yes. I think they last longer. I think it's probably because of like the scary movie fucking thing we've we've seen. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, the scary movie. Uh, scary movie too. Parody. Yeah. It, I, the, you think they last a lot longer than they do, and they like there's a lot of cuts in this movie. Like, there's very jumpy. It goes from scene to scene. I gotta say though that um, that scene with the the older priests in Iraq or wherever he might be, yeah, I think that it was, was a Iraq. hell of a primer for me. Like, yeah, the w- the the very end of that scene when it just goes, it's so loud, it's abrasive, it just screams at you. You're like, yeah. holy fuck! Yeah, it uh, it gets in you. It kind of crawls in your skin and you're just like what the hell am i about to see yeah you're ready i feel like uh midsommar plays that like homage a lot like where it just zooms in on one specific thing and it's just oh, fucking sound gets let's crazy. just kill everybody's ears real quick like yeah that, is so, this the part just... where stuff starts fucking you know going all crazy around the edges where it's like yeah. Getting all big and wide, like I'm on an LSD trip or some shit. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> expecting that half the time. Yeah. Yeah, so this won, I believe it won um, an Academy Award for Best Sound. Really? That's cool. The, I believe it. Yeah, Academy Awards given to the film were for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound. Damn. Wow. So, Dude, horror movies are like, shit. That's amazing. Dude, okay, and that's what's crazy. This was the first ever horror movie to be nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated for Academy Award. It was nominated for it. That's cool. Yeah, so the first ever, um, some other ones to know, uh, Get Out in 2017, Jaws in 1975, Silence of the Lambs in 1991, and Sixth Sense in 1999. Um, But that's like not a super long list. There's probably other. And those, some of those are like loosely horror, you could argue. I don't know if I'd call Jaws horror, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. They're loosely horror. They're not like super um but yeah really? 1973 first one ever to be nominated that's for, really which is cool. like a huge deal and mm. another fun fact this is the highest grossing warner brothers movie of all time adjusted for inflation 
<laughs> and it's the highest grossing horror movie ever. Well, like, Lignant didn't beat it? <laughs> no, something beat it recently. Something <laughs> beat it recently. Really? Um, Warner Brothers? Was it, it a often, fucking Batman movie? Oh, highest grossing horror movie of all time is something else. Is it It? It's It. Oh. It's It. It's, it's the new It, yeah. I think I saw it's the new it. it. Yeah, 2017 yeah. It, I believe. For Warner yeah. Brothers, I didn't get beat by, like, The Dark Knight or something? That's crazy to me. If it's not, not in a horror after, movie. After adjusting for inflation, it did not. Right. Was she in uh, Space Jam 2? It was a cameo? The girl? The nun? The, the oh. priest? Oh. I feel like if she was, they would have made it more prominent. If we could see the Clockwork <laughs> yeah. Orange motherfuckers, we would have been yeah, able to see. Yeah, that's the wants to show off their all their big guns. Where was where was she at? I wonder if they where sold was it since then. Where spinning head? Yeah, yeah. And she just uh, dunks the ball. <laughs> yeah. Dunk her fucking spinning. <laughs> yeah. Um. But okay, to go back to sound a little bit, I also saw that, like, yeah, the sound plays a huge part in this movie, but almost on like a subconscious level like there's um there's sounds of like bee swarm bees swarming in this and oh. shit like just to really activate this like fucking innate fight or flight kind of thing in your brain and like mm. other other things too i think there's like pig squealing there's just like machinery work like there's a bunch it's of crazy really sounds cool. just, just the portion where she's talking in reverse i thought it was like 10 different oh, yeah animals <laughs> animals yeah and humans talking all at the same time i, I, I 100 knew it was in reverse because like back in the day when when we, when we would go on our <laughs> yeah. list what is the famous what is the stairway to heaven one, dude stairway to well heaven. there's the stairway to heaven backwards and then there's if you play uh uh eminem no, hi my name is oh, what yeah. my name is who that Backwards says it is slim. It's Eminem. It's Eminem. It's what? Eminem. I thought it was something about Satan. Is it really just that? Simple? No, it's just oh, wow. it's, it is slim. Wait, what? That's sick. Like Slim Shady. Uh, it is slim. It's Eminem. It's Eminem. Yeah, I, I I did that so many times back in the days. Like listening to things backwards, I knew it was backwards language. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that sounds like it's backwards. No, it's funny. Sure enough, it was. I was gonna say. I was like, I like how this priest is just like. Oh, that's English. It's backwards. I was like, who the fuck would know that? It's and pretty <laughs> obvious because they're like, what language is that? I'm like, bro, it's reverse. I don't know if it's I, English I, or I, not, I but know. it's definitely reversed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe because we yeah. went on those websites with all the reverse shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Was a bit and I wonder if that was like the opening of like playing things in reverse and like people started fucking listening and think backwards to like uh, try to get some hidden satanic messages dude pokemon rap has a satanic message doesn't it does it really i need to find that I, website I, there's some good shit I know, on there. i know what it is isn't it it's like yeah yeah it's the gotta catch them all gotta catch them all part right yeah, yeah that part yeah right. it's like some satanist stuff it's yeah. satan it's satan i don't know i don't know what it yeah, is. yeah 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 <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying something like that yeah there's some good ones dude good. yeah um but dude 73 this is old as fuck and it is yeah. very good still i think yeah 
holds up. It's not scary in the slightest, but it is still really good. You don't okay. You don't think it's like at all scary? The parts that made me like, oh shit, were the faces that they added in the director's cut. I don't even know if you saw. Did you see those? Oh yeah, the the quote unquote subliminal thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it 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 looked like that Nosferatu kind of thing, right? Where it's just white with the red lips. Yeah. Yeah. That was the um. The person who did the makeup, that was their original pitch for how he wanted the exorcist to look. Oh, that would like have how, sucked. <laughs> yeah, it would have been horrible. But that was like a rejected makeup job for... But they were just, just like, like, like... Put it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the director was just like, it looks good quickly, but not... I'm glad... I'm, this movie, honestly, I think would have not been half as good if they went with that, <laughs> that makeup. Yeah. Oh, my God. Makeup, what does it, I feel like? Yeah, Alonzo's right. The scariest scenes are the fucking hospital scenes because it's like, imagine living in the 70s and trying to get anything done to you, bro. Jesus that Christ. That old school M- before MRIs. It's oh, like, boom, 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 boom. It's so uh, scary. Like camera like spinning yeah. around. It's, like, it's so really loud. loud. The MRIs are so loud as fuck, though, aren't they? I, I don't Samantha, know. I watched it with Samantha, yeah. and she was like, MRIs are fucking loud. Like, I was like, wow, you would think they would have improved on that. Yeah. And then doctors are all smoking. It's crazy, dude. Oh, that was so chef's kiss. Yeah, the just thing the that Nader was saying is like the the bleeding of people. Like when oh, they yeah. take her blood or whatever, it's like, and they're just yeah. like, that was crazy. That's how they did oh, yeah, that was like, Grossed me out. Not good with blood. Yeah, that was <laughs> way worse than the fucking pee throw up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah the split pea soup throw up. Yeah, <laughs> the blood was grosser to me. <laughs> and that's and that's what like makes this movie good is that it, it's 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 not too fantastical. It's not too supernatural. It feels like this could very well happen to someone. Where like you're just trying to exhaust every single uh, last yeah. option, and then the final one is just like yo. You're gonna think we're crazy, and this doesn't happen a lot. But you should go see an exorcist. <laughs> like Dude, that's yes. like that's crazy, and that's like that... just the entire build up to that. It, yeah, I don't dude. know. It's not Mac. It's I don't know. It's, it's super Max. realistic. When when it does get supernatural and shit, it's very creepy. Like when she's floating when the bed's shaking. Like that shit is so little in the movie that it like makes it creepier than if it was just happening the whole fucking time too. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons that this movie ages so well is that like, n- like, if the characters are real, they're like very real. Everyone is seeing this this crazy shit about this girl, and they're just like, it has to be psychosis, it has to be schizophrenia, it has to be something. Like, that's like their last resort. Yeah. Where like, I feel like a lot of the cheesier horror movies is just like, oh, someone's attacking me into my dreams. They're like, really? Oh, shit. I guess this is real. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. everyone believes in things instantly. Yeah. And this, yeah. there's so much skepticism ahead of it that, like, you're really yeah. drawn in. Where, like, yeah. as an audience, I remember, like, as as I was watching, I was like, maybe she does need an exorcist. Like, maybe this is, maybe this was, like, you know. like <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of frustrated with the doctors. I was like, just fucking, it's a demon, god damn it. But it's like, yeah. in real life, I wouldn't she jump to that Jesus, conclusion. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> she needs Jesus, damn it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I draw a parallel with the whole, like, seeking out you know, medical advice mm-hmm. um, and it being frustrating seeing the doctors not, like, not fucking getting it. You're just wondering, <laughs> what the hell could this possibly be? Um, 
I get a lot of the same, I don't know, affinity for this movie in the same way that I do for like the show House. Is that oh, controversial? Oh, where, yeah. where it's, <laughs> it's, you know, somebody always makes it super obvious, like, hey, here's a lesion, here's a, here's some kind of crazy schizophrenia shit going on, and then it's like, you know, House comes in and it's just like, no, it's, it's, it's this fucking bean that's been stuck in her throat for 12 months uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and in the same way it's like you know these doctors just can't they it's can't possibly it. fathom what the hell is going on and it's yeah. just like get, a, get an exorcist yeah and it's, it, it, it's I, I don't know it's the long line of like hey maybe it, maybe it could be something like this that's, that's a yeah. common thing in uh, a lot of new horror movies where they try to draw you off with something like oh well this is pretty common in schizophrenic patients or uh know twist endings where you're like oh maybe it's not maybe she's not possessed and it's actually just some neurological disorder mm -hmm. but no it's really spirits it's demons <laughs> yeah. yeah here you go i mean That's, this, this yeah. movie doesn't ever play it off as such but still having that um, yeah because they let you in on an alternative yeah even yeah. like the yeah. priests are skeptical they're just like what the fuck yeah. we haven't done this in years because like we found science and shit like why would we yeah keep that's what's it? so good dude yeah. the, the the main rocky balboa priest <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like what he's, he's like he's just such an interesting and complex character because like you see him doubting his faith from the beginning so yeah. like he's not he's not even like doubting science he's doubting his faith which is like the opposite of what the doctors are doing. So like he's even skeptical of the exorcists, <laughs> like yeah. the, the practice of it. He's like, no, no one's even doing this anymore. Has well, it been she, done for years? Yeah, when she goes to him, she was just, she, like, he's just like, she's just sick. She has schizophrenia or something. Like she needs yeah. to see a shrink. I, I can't help her. Yeah. But yeah. And I loved, I, I loved how he was both a priest and a shrink. Like he was a psychiatrist yeah. and like, it was just like, it was just a perfect balance between two worlds that a lot of people don't think can exist together, you know? Right. Yeah. And it was interesting, but like, I don't know, just from the beginning, like you see him, he like commits a sin against the homeless. He like, doesn't want to give the homeless yeah, money right and that's smoking, like not a, not a yeah yeah thing. i mean I yeah yeah i don't know i don't i'm, I'm not i'm not catholic or anything so i can't speak for all that but i know definitely that you're supposed to be charitable to the homeless and stuff or, like that yeah. yeah and so that became like a recurring like thing to him where he was like having to deal with the thought that he abandoned his sick mother or he didn't give food to the homeless like it was it was deep i like it yeah that's, it was, that's it was the best deep, kind of horror deep. movies is was where there's actual characters with actual lives and actual yeah you know what i mean like the like newer uh, horror movies like hereditary whatever like it's about like a family for like first and foremost but it just right. happens to have horror right. things like i feel like that's the best kind of horror like slasher shit is just like cheesy because it's only the horror shit you know like you gotta find that yeah. balance and that those, you know, 80s slashers just do not age nearly as well as these, like, serious types of... Yeah. I will say it did frustrate me seeing his indecisiveness and uncertainty persist up until the very last second. But when... he commits... He commit. Oh, go ahead. 
Well, I'm just saying, it, it, he's portraying this, you know, like uncertainty the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Even up to the point that the older priest walks in and is like, yep, that's a demon. We're going to exercise this. <laughs> Fuck this. But yeah. even then, he's still like, you don't you don't want to go check to make sure? You don't want to hear the evidence supplied? Like, I'm yeah. still not sure. Like, come on, man. I don't think he wants to come face to face with his own literal demons. He doesn't want it I to think be true. Yeah, he's afraid. Okay. But also, I feel like he's he's like at such a beat down state in his own faith that he's yeah. afraid that the demon will overpower him, which it does. In at at a certain point, the pr other priest is like, "Get the fuck out of here, bro! You're like, you're too weak for this shit. <laughs> yeah. like, your psyche is getting attacked." Like, yeah. and so yeah. like he's just like he's in denial of what's like. There, yeah, right? Yeah. That is what it is. Is more denial than just like blatant ignorance, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Interesting quote. I can't remember if it's if it's by the director or by the author of the novel. Like, but it's it's something about like that. This isn't really a horror. Like, this isn't really a story about horror. It's more about like questioning faith and like you you like your relationship with your own faith. And you really do see that from the from uh, yeah. Father Karras. Yeah, right from the beginning. Yeah, he's to the like bar. Just, hey, I think I've lost my faith, man. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hey, I'll cheers to that, bro. <laughs> I feel like that might have been the director because, well, I don't know, either way, but the director was very big on making it as realistic as possible, like portraying it. Because he's, this is his first horror movie. He'd only done documentaries before this. So he's like really good at documentaries. He wants to like, portray this whole situation as like it's just a girl that happened like all this stuff happening but it just happens to have a demon or whatever and that's why it yeah, looks yeah. so realistic that's why it feels so realistic because he shoots it like a documentary instead of a fucking horror movie and that's Speaking really interesting of documentary oh go ahead yeah, i was gonna say that's really interesting because like this story is like loosely based off of a true story of an exorcism that happened to a, a young boy oh, and really? like the book was written was was going to be written about that as like an account of the exorcism but so many details were impossible to find that it kind of turned into a fiction and mm -hmm. that's and then they they also changed it to like it be a, a female instead of a male just because it was like they were further trying to protect the identity of the person who like oh, had wow. this happen to them because they had no recollection of it so it's interesting that it that you say that he'd done Dude, i'm so curious like back when they would do exorcisms all the time is i just want to like watch like what was actually happening like what was actually okay, going so, on so the the director of this movie actually made a documentary of a supposed real exorcism before or after? after yeah after, right? it's like oh, wow. i think i think 2000s wow. really wow. yeah holy shit yeah Damn, that's crazy that's what i was gonna say yeah did they figure it out? I mean, you probably didn't watch it, but like I don't watch it. I didn't even really. I wonder. I'm I just so saw. I just saw the. I just saw like the clickbait article. It was like director of The Exorcist filming documentary of an exorcism, an real exorcism. like real. Yeah, yeah. I was Rem like, oh. It reminds me of the movies that uh, dabble in some like true footage. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. The movie like uh, the one that comes to mind is uh, what is it? The fourth kind. Oh my god! Or, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um. 
forth. When they dabble in like the it's the yeah footage from the and it's like interviewing and people. It's and I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, hey, uh, maybe don't, cause I'm freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's like aliens movie, right? Yeah, yeah it's. Um, <laughs> they shoot it like a documentary, like they're interviewing towers. people. It's fucking creepy, but it's not good. Sorry, go ahead. But it's not good. <laughs> and, uh, uh, at the end of, I think it's called the fourth kind. I could be mistaken. Yeah, that, but uh, they that. they throw in like the interview with the lady who's kind of the focus of the movie. And she's yeah. just like getting, she's all her face is distorted, like the sounds all fucked up. It looks terrifying, and I'm just like, yeah, I could have done without that. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, it's yeah, shot really I, cool. That's a, I, I don't know if I want to see that documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Yeah, but so it's interesting to go back to kind of like, um, I guess Catholicism in general with this film. It was kind of split. Like from what I've seen, there was like a lot of um like catholic priests and stuff who are just like absolutely against this movie like it's glorifying the devil like it's you know it's awful but there was a lot that were just like no like let's get this right like exorcism was a thing that they, that they did in the catholic church and they were just like this kind of might scare people into going to church ultimately which <laughs> okay. it really did and because it happens to people that don't have faith so it's like oh look what would happen yeah. you know and I saw like that, like people were signing up to become priests and stuff. Like, yeah. the, like the rate went. I'm higher gonna for kick sure. ass for the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Like so the Indiana so Jones that, like, effect in a weird way. Like, like real Catholic, every everyday people really were convinced by this as well. Like they went up to um, oh, what's his name, Jason Miller, the guy who plays uh, Father Karras. Mm -hmm. And they were like, my son, this is happening. Oh, like, no. they, like, they were like, oh, to him. my God, like an actor. Like, that's not I, I can't help you. I like, died in the room. Really, what do you want me to do? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Jeez. Damn, some people really can't separate fiction from reality. Also, Dude. But, but it's because this movie, like, weirdly kind of blurs the lines a little bit. Like, yeah, there's I, I couldn't imagine this being like the first time you ever see something like this. Like, we've. Oh. We grew up on the internet. We've seen there's way worse shit. We've seen like real gore that's on the internet. Like, yeah, it... yeah, dude, sick, to hijack but... to just um, recommend something else. <laughs> if you guys like the, the religious aspects of this, like it's blurring the line of like, if, is this promoting or like condemning religion? Yeah, Midnight Mass on Netflix, dude. I'm telling you, watch that shit. It's so good. Is it a show? It's a mini series. It's like a seven hour movie, basically, but it's like episodes. It's like mm -hmm. done, you know what I mean? But like, it goes into that so good, dude. Like, oh my God. Like, nice. this reminded me of a lot. Reminded me of it a lot. I'd say The Exorcist walks a fine line. It's not too, you know, it doesn't kind of shove it in your face like, this is good. Yeah. Catholicism is great. Or, right. you know, like, godlessness is good or bad, you know? It, mm -hmm. It's kind of just a happenstance moment where some unlucky person just happened to contract yeah. devilitis and <laughs> and ah, that's what, it's just what it is and and the the people that were most ready at hand to deal with it were happened to be catholic priests i don't think it yeah. i don't think it really yeah. swung one way or the other at all yeah that's I, that's so what i like of, about it honestly one mm -hmm. of the priests in this was an actual high up catholic priest like legitimately and this Which was one? his only 
I don't know. Oh, fuck. I, I wish I had that. Was it the, um, the Excellency guy? It wasn't like the main ones, like um, oh, the David like, Lynch looking ass. Maybe the guy. Uh, <laughs> maybe the guy that walked into the 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 defaced statue. Oh, with the Is flowers. That guy. Um, hmm. Hmm. That's interesting, though. Because I could believe that he walked like a tight ass. Uh, but and then also <laughs> the there, there was a. <laughs> He's got that. Oh, I was about to say it. Terrible. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Not going to say it. Holy <laughs> shit. Let your minds wild, run wild with their tight ass. Let's get crazy that here. Just let it run wild. I was about to say something. Anyways. Jim uh, <laughs> is the religious one, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, wasn't there like a big old hoopla? They couldn't even find actors for this thing. Like this thing was like dead in the water like when it was pitched for warner brothers like they were like ah it's not a good idea this is like this kind of like you know kiting a a thin line or it's just kind of like dude back you know yeah a ton of people like this is gonna be crazy it took them forever to find like a bunch of cast members weren't a bunch of them very new to acting or like they were just like fuck it i'm gonna do it could have fooled me bro this acting was so good i know yeah Phenomenal. And specifically for Linda Blair, like they had interviewed or they had like done a, a Yeah, that's the that's um Reagan. Okay. So they had like looked far and wide, like everywhere to try to find an actor to, to be able to play this. Like I read somewhere that the director was just was considering like interviewing like um female dwarfs, like because he was just like this is really fucked up (laughs) and um interestingly enough oh man who is the girl from the original the the actress she's huge from the original um halloween jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis she was of that age and like like kind of considered it but basically her parents were like no (laughs) like there's no fucking way and yeah, so Linda Blair, her and her mother went. They didn't even have like an appointment. They just like kind of went into the auditions and ran it. They had a really interesting dialogue between each other, where it was just like, or between Linda Blair and the director, where he was just like, "So do you know?" Because she was thirteen and a half at the time. Thirteen, dude. He was oh just like, God. "Do you know what this is about?" And she was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "You know that she does bad things." And she's like, "I read the book." And he's like, what bad things does she do? Like talking to a 13-year-old girl. And she's like, well, she hits her mother. She pushes a guy out of the window. And she masturbates, like with the crucifix. And the director was just like, do you know what masturbate means? And she's like, yeah, like jerk off. He's <laughs> like, oh, like, you're hired. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Or like, you, you, you know what that is? And she was like, yeah, don't you do? You know? And, oh, and my yeah, it was gosh. Like, you're hired. Like it, but yeah. Dude, it, I couldn't imagine putting my child through this because didn't she get like mentally fucked up from this movie, like I, filming this movie? I so I, physically I, fucked up, right? But mentally, that was the mother. Yeah, no, but so it's Scotty was reading some article. I don't know if it's real. It's like a bunch of facts about the movie, or whatever. And it's like one of them was Linda Blair mm-hmm. was like having like break mental breakdowns on set because. She she's getting in that mindset of being a fucking possessed little girl. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine yeah. to bring the real exorcists out. I, oh shit! To be honest, like I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, 
just be the buzzkill, but a lot of the articles that I read were just like, these are the crazy things on the set of The Exorcist. Yeah. It was like 13 crazy things. It was like BuzzFeed articles. That sounds like the one he read, because at the end he was like, fuck this, this is all fucking marketing for the movie or some shit. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. We're just like, some people who who were filming on the, like, some people involved in production died. And it was just like, people die. Like, you know, that happened. happened. (laughs) Oh, really? Like, I mean, that just happened in... um, another round like that was a tragic ass shit it's just anything that happens it when you're filming a movie like this it's like ooh, like that's right. crazy you know? some babies were born <laughs> <laughs> whoa what do you know um, what from, from what on? i from what i saw like linda blair she really they, they they tried to like do their best i mean think florida project how like there's a lot of really heavy shit going on and there's like yeah. Maybe not child psychologists because this is the 70s and they probably weren't that prepared. <laughs> but like the director, he was just like, he, he was trying to make it really lighthearted. Like when they had a really heavy scene that they were going through, he was like, he would he would be standing by with a milkshake ready for her right after. And they would joke around a lot. Like it, yeah. it was just, it, it, they tried to, you know, I, I don't know. I think successfully, like I, I watched a few videos of like behind the scenes on it and She's like laughing and smiling the whole time. Like it, it didn't. You okay, know. that makes me feel better. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't sure. this. I don't think it was this thing that like completely ruined this poor girl. Like, I don't know. I just don't buy that. I think it's just it's kind of a fun thing to just be like, wow, this movie is that crazy that this much happened. Like, yeah. not to say that the audience. I mean, I think what's 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 interesting is the audience, the audience's reaction to this movie. Like. A lot of people like fainted. There was a movie theater that reportedly gave out um, paper bags for vomiting because so many <laughs> people were vomiting in the theater that they were Smelling handing out salts and shit like that. Yeah, and this one lady like fainted and fell down and broke her jaw and like sued Warner Brothers. Like <laughs> oh, Jesus, really, really, really affected people. I just don't you know if the never people get gotta get out it. more, dude. Shit. Necessarily. No, <laughs> the cast and the crew dude okay speaking kind of, not really to that but kind of to that my mom texts me you just put it in the chat she says when gerald was six his parents made him protest outside the movie theater protest this movie wow that's crazy yeah a lot of people are really against it i mean that's wild oh. like, i think earlier wow. yeah alonzo said back then it was the most frightening movie ever special effects were cutting edge for its time my dad saw it in the theater and people were screaming and fainting and leaving the theater. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. that's that's really Hard cool. <laughs> you also got to think Dude, at What's going to ever do that to us? <laughs> like, yeah. At this point, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. At the time, you got to think there's a lot yeah, more God-fearing, sure. you know, crazy. That's a big element, too, yeah. Crazy, super religious people who were just absolutely terrified at the idea of this movie and what it yeah. represented yeah yeah dude. i don't know some some people still say like this is the scariest movie of all time like and that's... i know and i i was going into it i was like fuck i don't want to watch this me too yeah i know the re- you just yeah, know the idea. reputation around it yeah. and i was just and like Jack, you're not gonna watch this with me you're not gonna watch this with me? Like, <laughs> i'm like should i hop to discord dude with me? we had a little party it made it very lighthearted. Yeah. i was not scared 
It was a good but, time. Um, <laughs> no, I liked watching it alone on uh, on a big screen. Okay. The, Lights the, on the, or the off? beginning. The beginning. It, um, it was dawn, so I think the light came on eventually. Yeah. But yes. I watched. I don't know. With I, don't, the... I always have my light on, dude. I always, I always gotta have it. You coward. I was I was watching with <laughs> Samantha and like her bedtime is super early, so literally the last 20 minutes of the movie she was like it's bedtime i gotta go to bed and i was just like who can minutes? do that who Damn. has the self i know for that yeah i don't know i it, how the hell yeah ask really her. not been into it dude then. that's like the reason why i made her watch this movie i was like somebody please i don't want to watch this so yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i i mean it's not a terrifying movie but i think like it's not the it's not the it's not jump scare movie. Like it's not like it doesn't have that vibe to it and I don't know, it, it's the subliminals I bet you were very jump scary back oh, in the yeah. day. That oh, wasn't yeah. in there the back of the day. That's like one of the things oh. they added in the new version. Oh yeah, the uh, Well Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say the more terrifying aspects of it for me were the stuff with her not on screen, but um, for instance, when the older priest is arriving and the house is shrouded in fog, mm. um, the you know, and the lamp posts, just like this, that really sick shot. I I like that a lot. The mm -hmm. really shot with him walking up. The the moments when they're walking into the room and all you see is their breath or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, all the, the breath. The, How do they do that? The breath is what made it like. Yeah, the room was refrigerated. I'm not sure why, but the idea of that room just being absolutely fucking frigid terrifies me more than the fact that it's a yeah. little crazy girl sitting there about to I kill know. your ass. They were it, just uh, sitting next to her after they yeah. after she went ape shit. I was like, damn, bro, you're just gonna sit next to her. They, yeah, they really yeah. did a lot. <laughs> it's like fuck. So she's tied down, even though she just broke out of these ties. It's fine. But I'd, I'd say those little those little touches here and there were more um, more effective to me than the actual like visual of her. Yeah, and what I she think was doing. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what made the movie for me is how slow the beginning is, how slow a lot of the shots yeah. are. You're just you just have time to think about it. You hear like in the background the room shaking. She's like making weird noises, breathing all mm -hmm. fucked up, and like. I love it, dude. It's so it's the cool. mystery of it. It's just like the scratching in the attic. It's, yeah. it's the desecration of the angel or whatever it is. It's just like, just fucking crazy, dude. The, the, the way they set it all up, and I was reading some stuff. They were like, oh, well, they could have definitely cut that out. And it's like, no, dude, you, no. you have to have Leave it, it to, all in, man. to yeah. set the tone in with the 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 detective that was just like trying to figure it out and he's just like what the fuck's actually going on here dude one of the scenes was the detective thinking like exorcist kind of stuff or no. was, what was he, he was just trying to get to the bottom of the murder <laughs> but yeah, he was yeah. actually just trying to get a homie to come to the movies with him yeah he was, <laughs> he was trying to do he's asking everyone <laughs> but dude uh, the mo one of the most intense scenes is only in like the newer version, I guess, because it's uh, in Iraq when the, the old priest is looking at that statue and it's just blaring violins, just oh, screeching, man. and it's just so fucking weird. And oh my god, that set the tone so goddamn well. I can't imagine this movie yeah. without that shit. It was so good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, really quick. So I did find that bit I was telling you guys about a real priest. Mm -hmm. uh, so here's the excerpt. 
Not only did Georgetown's president, Father Henley, give them documents pertaining to the case, but the role of Father Dyer, the friend and confidant of Faith, um, of Faith challenged Damien Cross, was played by a real priest. Dude, that's so a real priest. End, that the, guy, the, the, the priest at the end, was in love with Damien, right? Or no? The Father Dyer, I don't know. It was Brotherly pretty love, obvious. Bro. No. Oh, right, all right. Where she gives him the pendant. Thing. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's it's his one and only screen role. But that was a real fucking priest. So I would have wow. guessed that's the one guy that wouldn't be the real priest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause, well, I mean, it's the seventies. I think people don't think of it that way when there's a that kind yeah. of thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, but you before, just seem like the youngest guy. You know, I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead, Nader. Yeah. Sorry, before I forget it, um, something I wanted to bring up was uh, in light of the intro with those like droning, just like screeching sounds, mm -hmm. kind of just setting the crazy tone for everything that's about to happen, albeit slow, but uh, that, I don't know, I guess you could call it a technique. Um, when, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but it feels like it's it's more common in those older scary movies where they will show a scene start to play a sound towards the end and as the sound blares off it blends into the next scene yeah yeah or uh vice versa the sound from the next scene comes in a little early and then it transitions yeah mm -hmm. that every time they pulled that in this movie and and other uh, so I, I feel like it's an older movie thing yeah whenever i hear it that just gets me. It gives me goosebumps. I love it. Like, <laughs> it, just, it gets me. I don't know. It just hits me in a different way where I'm so ready for that. I'm like, oh god, what's about to fucking yeah. show up in front of my face right yes. now? The next scene that's coming up, I don't know what it is. Yeah. If, you, if it, you can't identify the sound, you have no idea what's about to happen, and so it creates this apprehension uh -huh. where you, you know, you're. It, it, it creates that, that that scary feeling or. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes everything feel like it's in the same world right like it's yeah. just like this sure. is all happening under the same yeah it could be um for instance from the beginning scene to the next scene it's across the world but because the sound begins at the end of one location and ends at another it feels all yeah like blends in. together it's like all together mm -hmm. I, that's uh that's an interesting uh that really hit me a little different with this film and i think that's an interesting technique that uh, yeah would be pretty interesting to reuse if we were to look into that that's a good yeah. that's a good point i watching this movie i was wondering to myself who the fuck thought that making fucked up violent sounds was the scary thing you know what i mean is this oh, one yeah. of the first ones because it's in everything and it works every single time like it is no, perfect it's just so shrill, dude. It's just that I don't know. I mean, it probably is. Noise yeah. is just like it just hurts, dude. Like any <laughs> intense scene, you're just zooming in on something fucked up. It's just like, like it's perfect yeah. every time. I don't know. I so love like, that I, shit. I'm thinking of the music from Psycho from 1960, mm -hmm. which was on mm -hmm. the gauntlet for our movies. Follow us on Instagram it. at Film Fumblers. Adrian didn't vote I didn't. I voted for this, which I'm glad I did. But Psycho is really good too. <laughs> Anyway, the music from Psycho is like very much more iconic. I think it's it's okay. like that. Have you seen it, Turn? No, I haven't seen it. It's the ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. 
That's mm. that's like the very shrill violin kind right, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was that was thirteen years before, but two thousand one yeah, has a super intense violent screech scene too. Alonzo says he's he's right. That was before this. I just I want to know what the who thought of that because that person oh, is yeah, probably dead, but I love them. Just some <laughs> some drunk bastard in a bar with a terrible violin player and thought, wow, that is the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh shit. You can see oh, this day, man. dude. Oh my god, it works every time. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys feel about the movie within a movie aspect of the movie? I wasn't expecting it. It was interesting. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm what. Could you elaborate here? Like the director and the, uh, the mom was an the, actress. Yeah, the mom was an actress. Like mom's a, an actress. Uh, She's sort of dating the director. It's kind of unclear. I don't know. They're fucking or something. I'm not sure that it necessarily it just, adds to the movie, but it was I think it's purely to provide context for this this third party that involves themselves off screen mm-hmm. okay. and something bad comes of it. Um, I'm I'm jumping to conclusions very quickly. Yeah, I mean it gives I, I, context. My, it gives backgrounds to the characters, so you like can care about mm-hmm. them more and stuff. Like I feel like in that aspect it works. I'm just not sure. And the director is like such a weird, like eccentric person, and he's like trying to fight the Nazis, which is so yeah. weird. Like apparently, I don't know. Not to say we never forgot the Nazis, but we're not <laughs> actively going around trying to fight Nazis these days. Well, so it kind of like puts, I mean, it gives you a very like close, uh, yeah, I mean, we could fight Nazis all the time, but anyways, yeah. um, it gives you like a, a timeline of what's like going on. You know, people haven't forgotten like what they did, World War II yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It, like it, it like kind of sets yeah. up the whole entire timeline of it, which is I thought was very interesting, very weird, but I read a theory that the uh demon was a nazi no <laughs> i'm just kidding no. that um the director him. what was his name dennings oh um william friedkin no no the, no, movie, the director the, the, the meta director <laughs> in the movie sorry uh <laughs> yeah dennings is burke, right. burke dennings burke dennings um he was the first um person possessed the first person to die because he was sexually molesting uh oh linda blair's character oh my god what's her name sorry what's the daughter's name uh reagan reagan that's a fucked up theory but because he was always alone with her yeah, why else would he be in his her bedroom? Oh my god, I don't like this anymore. Well, she was sedated. Yeah. She was sedated. Oh, all no. this kind of stuff, and oh, she knew shit. about him in other ways before. Oh my god! Before her terrible. mother told her about him. You know what's funny is because and I was like, this is such a weird and unsettling oh, theory. Detective. I don't, I don't know if I believe it. And this is like a wasn't there a sexual assault kind of uh, theory about The Shining as well? Yeah. Where there yeah. was all this, well, like, uh, so. that, that Danny was being molested by his father the entire Yeah, time. weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's yeah, projecting okay. on what Very happened much. to them. But, yeah. but you said yeah. The Shining. Stanley uh-huh. Kubrick almost directed this one. 
Like yeah. it was wow. pretty fucking close, but he wanted to also produce it and it was like this whole thing, but yeah. Yeah. And so the actual writer of the novel was like, no, 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 no. It needs to be um, Friedman or Fried Friedkin. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't um, say it really holds any any weight, but, for me. but it, I, I just couldn't get it off my mind that, for some reason because well, it's, it's so dirty. The movie's already so yeah, dirty and so it fits, dark. Right? Yeah. It's like it fits, and I'm just like, oh, I can't imagine another I've, layer of just yeah. Like, I mean, filth. it kind of in a way takes away from his death because if you knew that, then you'd be like, yeah, fuck that guy. But now, if you don't know that, it's like, oh shit, she fucking killed someone. You know what I mean? It's like crazier that way. I yeah, guess. because like, yeah. but the detective was really being really hard on um her mom about that he was just like would there be any reason that he was why, oh, why was he in her god why was he there yeah he, like, it was that whole... for a little bit and she's just in complete denial she's like nope there's no way no nope, it was know. that whole thing I mean, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't some drunk curious director bastard be uh, in the room of a demon child like <laughs> i mean just getting ideas for his next yeah, yeah i, I is i mean it, it is a theory i love playing it's a theory yeah it's not one yeah. that i particularly subscribe. yeah subscribe to but i just thought i would throw it out there because it was no that is it's gross is it's gross and i don't yeah. know i yeah. had to hear thanks. it you have to hear it thanks i hate it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. i had to hear it you have to hear it so oh Sorry, guys. wow yeah. okay i mean speaking of weird relationships i guess she tells oh. The real life priest guy at the party that he's gonna die—that's him, right? No, she tells another guy. It's another. An it's just a, a guy right? that I think is an astronaut going up into space soon. What the fuck? I miss all of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he did, he did mention something about working at NASA, or something, he, right? Yeah, the, he talked about the space in whatever aircraft he's in being damn. some certain cubic feet. I zoned out, right. I guess. But and I'm pretty sure he's an astronaut. About to go oh, up space. there makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so when she said you're gonna die up there, okay. She's she's specifically looking at that at guy. that guy okay. who's about to go on this this space. Uh, that makes more sense because I mean at the end it was I don't know. It was but he weird... didn't it, it did never it didn't ever serve any purpose in the long run, but it was more just a, a segue into, you know, her just fucking yeah, I pissing was... all over the floor and freaking everybody. I was out. real confused because I didn't know the director's name and she told that guy you're gonna die up there upstairs like i thought that was like i don't know i was real confused about that but no mm. it, they didn't well no see so you could have caught on that with um when the mom yeah if when the mom <laughs> was talking to to reagan and uh, when she was putting her to bed She's talking about, are you going to invite Mr. Burke? He's going to be here, right? I like him. Are See, and I was like, him? oh, that must be the weird and then when that she's, was in the attic. I don't know. When, I just... she, when, she's, when she's kicking the drunk guy out, they specifically name him Burke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that's when you know that's that's the guy. All right. All right. Um, so when she's talking to the astronaut, I, I, I might be guessing here, but she's talking to him and says, you're going to die up there. I was like, damn, that's hardcore i don't know i, I was thinking about mm -hmm. it i was like as like time frame was this like apollo or what apollo oh, mission shit. Well, well like 69 oh, was the moon landing right so like Dude. this is all within the same few years you know? you know what happened 13 years after 1973 the release of this movie what the challenger exploded oh my god 
Well, they, they wow. didn't know that. But that, my God. They knew it. Dude. Oh, more. They knew it. Dude. They circumstances it, surrounding the movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, write an article about that. We'll get some clicks on the film. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Film TikTok, TikTok, bro, We're starting TikTok. a blog. Exactly 13. Whoa. That's a bad number. Try the 13 when this movie. Dude, she was 13 when the movie. When she was oh! oh. Clip it. Post it. Clip TikTok. it. Somebody clip it. <laughs> no, but okay. I, I brought that guy up because I just thought their relationship was weird at the end when she's leaving and she's fine and she like kisses that guy. I was like, what is this? What is happening? Well, dude, she's like, she's like, she doesn't, doesn't remember anything. I know, but I was like, who is this guy? Down, who is this guy? Like, this guy helped me and his kind helps me. His that's kind. Okay. So that's that, like so that portion. So, so Taryn, that portion when um, she gives him a kiss um, and it focuses in so close, like Oh, the necklace, the label, yeah. the, the I don't know. Oh, the little white strip is that what you're talking about? Yes, the basically. Oh, the, it's just he just represents the priesthood. Okay, oh, right. that, that makes more sense. That is just showing that just that weirded out that out of when they said she can't remember anything, she definitely remembered something. Yeah, and it was the you know the, the, the symbol the, the symbol for priesthood, and she recognized that like him and um. Okay. People yeah, in the same right. discipline helped her. Thank you yeah. for that. Tremendously. So I was like, well, let's briefly talk about the ending sequence. Like, just that final scene with the throw-up. Which, fun fact, the, um, that throw-up, like how it landed on the priest's face, they did that in one take because the tube that they used to spit the throw-up malfunctioned it was supposed and, to hit him in the chest and it, <laughs> hit him straight in the face and that was a real reaction he props he just takes his glasses off he's like fuck he's just yeah, like he going damn it yeah that was so, good. wow that's good that's good yeah interesting little tidbit there but yeah what's what's the kind of consensus how are we feeling i mean the best i don't know like one of the best scenes the best scene the climax of the film it's like the most a demon girl that we get at once which is was weird before because it would be like 20 seconds of craziness and it would cut to like slow talking blah 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 and it would go back but that part was just it just went on they're screaming at her like jeez our lord what is it <laughs> power of christ compels you over and over again it was so intense dude oh my god yeah good good scene, and like it didn't feel cheesy though yeah like, yeah i i was like i was like this is not overly cheesy like i don't know i was like just there for it yeah the sylvester stallone's fucking acting was like he was like shut up you don't know my mom blah, blah, blah. like all that shit was so um, good yeah really fucking good and like the voices of reagan like the voices that she puts on were so fucking good so yeah. gotta give a shout out mercedes mccambridge did the voices for that it's um this woman who was a voice actor and it's kind of funny. She like quit drinking and all of this stuff, like, you know, well before the film was being produced. And then they kind of hired her on and she was like, all right, bring out the cigarettes and the whiskey. Holy Your shit. mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> yeah, no, but like specifically to rasp her voice up. And like, mm -hmm. she was reportedly like drinking raw eggs. Like I would have guessed that was a man. At, holy shit oh it was a woman That's like cool. and to get all the voice voices. gargly and like really and it, it worked worked so well like 
He was drinking tea uh-huh. for like a week. Honey. I believe it. It's like Bart Simpson's voice actor. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, in the scenes with like her being possessed, I think the one that got me the most was probably when Karis walks in, the older priest is dead, and he's just kind of sitting there like, <laughs> like <laughs> just fucking kind of it, it, he she almost had this like look of disbelief or like uh, I don't know I don't know how to explain it but I don't know it, I think it kind of lended a lot more to the character of the demon itself um, yeah. Yeah. which was surprisingly well done yeah. normally normally when you have like a possession or a demon it's just like I'm an asshole I'm here to fuck shit up but um, this one something was that was something that really like kind of um, gave some depth to the demon itself was when Karis first puts the recorder down to uh, monitor her and check for evidence is when he asks, "Hey, would you do it again?" Or oh, the drawer, like harm me, and mm-hmm. and the demon responds, "No, that would be a vulgar display of power." Pantera. <laughs> he so he so he shows this like uh this this idea of like modesty or like self-respect yeah. to where he's demons don't you know, do he, that <laughs> he's like he he doesn't have to like yeah it's yeah. all it's all like a play of game it's 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 just like a power the, the mind games that this dude plays yeah and it's it's, it's almost crazy. a level of like this sick twisted sense of humor as well mm-hmm. where like the holy water the demon says that but also like the demon says like um when karis first goes in there before way before the exorcism doesn't the demon say like oh it's a great day for an exorcism yeah. something like that and it's just like what the fuck like this it's just so i don't know it, it 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 leans into that and it knows it's like i know who you are i know what you're doing and I'm gonna it's not gonna work, head. motherfucker. And, yeah. uh, this, and that's what's most disturbing about it is this like penetrating knowledge of who you are and the, what you're doing, who you love, what and you're what you're going you're... to do. It's it's very disturbing. That was, I think that was the creepiest part for me was getting into Karis's head and just playing as the mother. And that that oh shot God, yeah. where it's the mother sitting on that bed in the empty room creepy like why, why would you leave me why did you do like that i was just like oh my god i was getting chills i was like this it's this cinema. is what horror is <laughs> like i don't know i was just like this yeah, is like i agree this is terrifying because it's just like it's attacking somebody's most rooted insecurities guilt. and regrets yeah. and guilt like and like that is what is so terrifying about it and the demon knowing and going for that and the the writer oh yeah, yeah. masterfully Fuck yeah. That's good, man. Good, man. Good, good shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. It was kind of interesting that the, the way it, it kind of wraps up. Karis, uh, takes grabs it in and, Craig and he's yeah. like, what does he say? He's like, get in you me. Won't. Like, so, <laughs> you won't. You <laughs> won't. Get inside me, bro. And then just you so out of the window. And, that was, yeah, which is it, it was so quick, and I think that's what kind of sold that scene for me was just how yeah. fast everything went. Yeah. Oh, fuck, he's gone. Was yeah. anyone else? Was anyone else like intensely nervous after that other father comes and starts yes. praying while he's like yes. dying yeah. dead? 
He's like, do you have any last words? And he's jumps to him or something. I was just like, oh my god! Like, here's here's the intro of part two. That would have been the that would have been the after credit scene in like a two thousands horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. That father just wakes up or whatever. But like the interesting part about it is the act of suicide, which is like one of Uh, the worst. Yeah, worst ah. things you can do as a Catholic. I like, hadn't thought of that. That's they either, they yeah. did not conduct funerals for people who committed suicide until the 1980s. Really? It was wow. prohibited. You would not ever, ever oh. do that. And so, like, that was, like, it's big. Dude, it's that very adds big. so much. Oh, my God. It's very, very, very big. The time frame. Yeah. yeah, that adds a lot. Yeah. Wow. It heavy heavy dude it's good. that's something really good about this movie is that it does that like it it's not trying to set up a sequel at least it doesn't seem like it obviously there were multiple sequels it but it's like it. yeah yeah it's like i'm ending this now jumps out the window like that yeah. shit was so good and it's like so fresh even though it's 50 years old or whatever <laughs> like you know almost yeah yeah to have the most like the quickest like playing cut i'm taking you with me scene like that that's yeah pretty, it's pretty baller yeah it. it's crazy so good all right do we got any um rounding thoughts before we wrap this one up no um oh. man sound design yeah the music dude like it only played it like once but that piano thing yeah no with the synth of, like about these movies with little to no music but then yeah, when but they like, do have sound and it's just so yeah eerie. So I don't know what it is about like seventies so... horror that I fucking love so much. Like that kind of piano creepy ass shit. Like it was very Halloween, very Suspiria. Like that era is just I love it. I need to see more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really worked. All right, um, let's let's rate this puppy. Who wants to? wants to exercise their demon first nader oh, you want to guest go first i gotta think on this one i gotta hear your guys' thoughts <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I, can, I can go first all right all right the exorcist the exorcism what is this movie called holy shit the exorcist <laughs> the exorcist <laughs> yeah and okay so right off the bat like that's kind of that's kind of the interesting thing is like Going into this movie, it's it's very prominent in pop culture, but like, even back then, even at release, I mean, the movie is called The Exorcist. Like, everyone knows when they buy that ticket, they know what they're going into. And throughout the whole film, the way that it, the way that the characters are written is like, it's so perfect that all of them are just skeptical enough to keep you like believing that they're real people like reagan's mother the whole time is just like i just want to help my daughter and like all of the doctors are just like i mean she's a she's a well-off woman like she Mm -hmm. is affording she can afford the best doctors and like all of them are just like we've done everything like we're doing everything we can we have no fucking idea and like people are discounting exorcisms throughout the film but like you know, it just had. I mean, obviously, it has to leave there. That's what the movie's fucking called. Yeah. But as an audience member, you kind of forget that, and you're kind of lost. Like, you're like, there's, 
there's no way it can be that, but like it has to be that. And I don't know. I just feel like as an audience audience member, I was just like watching also just hopeful. I was just like, please just help Reagan. Like she's such she's such a sweet, she's innocent so, girl. Yeah. Like, please help fix her, you know? <laughs> and, <Fucking> kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Not this one. Um man, <laughs> like <laughs> Gosh. please stop <laughs> and that that brings me to the next point is like the acting i mean especially with like little like very small known actors or not known at all how well they did linda blair insane like absolutely insane performance out of her like i think there's i've i feel like i've talked about this before where a great movie, I feel like, can kind of be on that fine line of being extremely fucking cheesy. Where, like, I, I feel like another movie, for example, is Midsummer. I feel like Midsummer was right on that line where it could have been really just a cheesy movie. Or or it's a masterpiece. And, like, I, I will confidently say, like, I, this movie is a masterpiece. Like, it's it's absolutely beautifully done. It keeps you going the entire time. I mean, the whole thing of, like, is it scary? You know, in 2021, Adrian doesn't view it in the whole, like, this is a terrifying movie vibe. But just to appreciate this as something that, like, is just moving. And I think, like, definitely did a lot for, for film in general and, like, did a whole hell of a lot for um, pop culture and for Catholicism, quite frankly, like i don't know it just this movie changed a fuckload in the world and like that's what that's what movies do this movie executed that perfectly i don't know man like my rating i feel like i can't go too crazy high with it because you know yeah it's a 1970s movie that like does have some tropes and stuff that i don't know are amazing but they create the tropes yeah they they kind of they're the the frontier of that and um i don't know this movie is unbelievably good it's at least a, a 9.3 in my book easily on the hall of fame 9.3 mm. out of 10. very nice who very wants to take nice. over next james flip a coin let's go flip a coin tails Oh, I didn't, I I didn't pick one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, me. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go. Oh, That's funny that you brought up the title of the movie, Adrian, like The Exorcist. Like, it's not about the girl or anything. It's like The Exorcist is Sylvester Stallone guy. Sylvester Stallone. You got your Rocky montage, Alonso. <laughs> he was running. He was Name punching stuff. Miller. Give him credit. Jason yeah, Miller. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it when you were saying that, I was like, damn, is this like about that guy? Because it kind of feels like it. Like a lot of the screen time at the beginning is him going through all this shit with his mom. And it's it's sad. It's intense. Like he like really feels all this stuff for her and like what happened. So it's like, damn, this is the kind of horror shit I love. Make it about the characters. Don't make it about the fucking spirit demon devil thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. like that's what makes yeah. it interesting to watch like throughout it instead of malignant where you have no fucking characters and you get to the end and that's when it's cool it's like no this was good throughout 
the whole thing. This even was his first yeah. acting role, by the way, the, guys. The oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! What the fuck? And like, just to touch on that, Taryn, like, make it about the characters. Like, the victim is the monster. Like, that's yeah. like the crazy fucking twist on it, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And like, for this movie to come out in 1973, that is wild, wild to me, dude. Like everything was practical and it looks amazing now like the throw up is green and weird but it looks gross and you're like oh fuck and like the head spinning looks like good enough and like all this stuff the bed shaking the bed floating her floating looks so good i'm just like they fucking nailed it like the writer of the book wanting a direct a documentary director to make this movie was like perfect like yeah. i don't know how else you would make this like like interesting and like well like look good you know what i mean like look more realistic i'd be really interested to see stanley kubrick's version of this though just, just I mean, <laughs> yeah but then in that timeline but, he might not have made the shining i don't want that yeah i don't, no, don't want, I don't want to live in that world <laughs> <laughs> but like oh we bringing that up like that's an interesting thing a lot of directors that they're they don't do horror and then they make a horror movie they're always classics shining this oh. one there's, there's other ones you know but whatever um all the stuff about religion like i'm like super interested in religion i'm not necessarily religious but like that shit is so interesting interesting to me and like they just i love the way they play it like it's not because of that or like against that or like for that like it just plays with that so fucking well like anyone can take whatever they want from this movie and i think that is amazing um yeah i can't believe a lot of these people acted for the first time in this that is crazy oh yeah <laughs> it's so okay. good mm -hmm. um yeah i mean 2021 like it it holds up as a movie like as a movie it is beautiful it is well like the narrative is well uh thought out all this stuff but like as a horror movie it's not scary <laughs> like the yeah it's it's uh, reputation is high much higher than uh it maybe uh i don't want to say deserves that's not the right word like uh it precedes itself you know what i mean like it's not the scariest movie of all time like it's much more interesting but that. that's, that's also coming from somebody who's not religious right like i think sure. a lot of the elements of horror are like like a demon might possess me at some point like a, a <laughs> okay. but even a religious really? person i don't know if they would feel that I today know, right i don't know i don't know <laughs> maybe yeah, often like the most terrifying aspects of horror movies are the most this could relatable ones. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I mean the ones that you feel you know could prey upon you, right? Yourself. Yeah. All I'll say is that church attendances <laughs> rose, and so did um, people applying or going into becoming priests. Like this movie did something to a lot of right, them. right. Yeah, I'm just saying now, like. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not scary, but it doesn't need to be because it's good in every other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it holds up in most ways. But I don't know. I really enjoyed watching this movie. I was way more in, uh, uh, tense than I needed to be, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So uh -huh. in the end, I think it's like an eight and a half, like 8.5. Like, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. It's not my favorite horror movie by any means. 
All right, James or Nader, who wants to go next? Coin flip. Go ahead, Nader. Take one this time. Coin flip. Let's go. Coin flip. What do you want? Heads. Flip a coin. It's tails. Tails never fails, baby. I'm going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Something about this movie, just right when it opens up with all the, like, music, all the, this, the what do you call that kind of singing? I don't even know what you call that kind of singing. Mi Middle Eastern, like, yeah, uh -huh. like yeah. singing, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like, I was like, okay, I was like, the vibe is, like, being set so hard right now. I'm just, like, a sucker for all that kind of Indiana Jones archaeological bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it set the tone, and I was just like, man, I can't wait till this wraps around. And then it just kind of didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's why they took it out. Maybe that's why they took it out. When the, yeah. when the investigator finds the, 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 little, stone. the little stone. And, yeah. Oh, but also the hey, demon the statue that truck? shows up, does that show up in the original? Because there's no context for that, right? The priest sees a fucking vision of that statue that he's staring at, and it's all scary. Right. That, that might be that might be director's cut shit. But I mean, I, I love that. Good. It was good, yeah. And like, I I mean, I don't know. I don't need I don't need it to line up and come back around again. But I think it was just like it was an obvious omen that something was gonna happen in the future yeah. for Father Mirren, right? And I, I don't know. I was I was sucked in immediately. Like, how could you not be with just all the charming characters with their quirks and their silly little lives, their silly little lives and their silly little sad ass lives where they don't even know what to believe anymore. And it's just like I don't know. That just like resonates on a whole another level. Like Father Karras is just like he's just one of the best heroes i think i don't know he's <laughs> he was just so good like he he thought on he just did the right thing right and like and it, it just has so many layers just like he did and i don't know something about it was just just worked right we've talked how this isn't really scary but you just follow you just follow these people's lives in this weird happenstance of life but um, for me, I think I'm right there with you, Taryn. Maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower. I don't know. I'm gonna give it. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna give it a little bit higher. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it 8.7. Cause I really liked it. I I just feel like this is about as classic as it gets. Like for oh, yeah. me, like I don't yeah. know. It just. It just it it. It does live up to the hype, even though it's been in pop culture this whole time. They don't even talk about like all the cool shit. They just talk about all the like jarring shit, you know, peeing on the floor, walking down the stairs backwards, twisting heads. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just good. Just good. All right, Nader, your turn. Take it away. Sorry, I was typing something. Um, <coughs> so, let's see. I had a couple things I was thinking of. Um, first off, 
I have a big affinity for practical effects mm -hmm. or special effects in horror movies. The thing. Sorry. Um, yeah, the thing being a big influence on my kind of preferred style when you approach a movie like this. Yeah. Um, and then I looked up when the thing came out. Compared to this movie, and yeah, nine years it later, was eighty-four, yeah. eighty-three, nine years later. I thought, wow. <laughs> I didn't have that like, ready. I'm surprised I remember the year. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah you nailed it. And um, that's a big. That's a big portion of uh, like my experience in like old school horror mm -hmm. and and storytelling. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of like use of practical effects, uh, making it seem so real with, you, you know, little to no technology at the time and just uh, figuring out what the hell you can do with wires and, and contraptions and little, you know, hoses of spewing split pea soup th <laughs> through people's throats and stuff that kind of gets me like, I don't know, there's something about it. That's a big thing uh, for me. That's a big plus for this movie. Is, uh, everything uh, was sold pretty well. Um, that's just kind of like the, a little tangent I wanted to go on about that. Yeah. It was just to highlight the, the effects in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, so big ups to them. All right, you want to answer your question in chat? Ah, shit, I accidentally closed the window, so I forgot what I said. Already. I'll read it to you. Our Nader Potato in chat says, do you think a tangible object of import is easier for an audience to accept as the evil behind the film? That's probably true back in the day, I think. Jesus, I'm drunk. Where the hell did I come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that two minutes ago. I know. So are, are, you, are you saying that... Why do you think it was in the director's cut? Direct like, stuff? Uh, well, I think it's eventually you... re revealed in the third movie. And oh. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I guess no, I've I might seen the other that. movies, I, so I have that. no idea. So, so I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's... It comes back. It comes... It does eventually come back around. Okay. Well, I guess Just like, not now. Wasn't... Apparently, you can skip the second movie, go straight to the third. It's 15 years after the original. That's good to know. If you want to do that. That is. I've heard really the third is very great. But anyways, Nader, sorry. Uh, that's kind of a weird question for me to ask without any kind of answer to it, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to answer it. I'm just wondering. But now that you say that it's in the third movie, it obviously has some, yeah, you know, some meat to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if we were to ignore the director's cut just with what was there, yeah. Um, the second thing that I touched on before that kind of um, resonates with me is in a lot of good movies you have in in movies with a villain most of the good movies have a villain that is um is explored in depth and this one isn't so much but just enough to where you can get some sort of idea of who they are and what their whole shtick is, right? Yeah, that's something I liked. Is um, they never named the demon, which is cool. You know what I mean? Again, when you when you don't ever give any kind of um, any kind of identifier or um, visual representation of an evil monster or being or something, 
it stays that much more uh, terrifying. Um, so that's why when I think of movies like uh, Cloverfield, when they don't really, they eventually do show it, right? And it's it's hated on by a lot of people, but uh, not knowing what the fuck it looks like and what the hell is going on for the majority of the film, which is the same case with this one, um, it lends a lot more apprehension, a lot more anxiety to yeah. what the fuck is this thing? You want to know, but you also don't want to know. Let's remind Run Wild of what it could be. Exactly. Um, and that that also is another, uh, you know, a big point for me when it comes to how this movie was fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know, you have this, like, really well done uh, portraying of the demon and this possession in the practical effects and motion and everything and the, the screaming, the sounds, all the eerie shit going on, you know, on the side of things, right? Not just in front of you. Uh, that's a big thing. The villain and man, I didn't really even with you guys going all going first, I still couldn't think of like a good third solid point, but uh, I guess I, I talked all good, about man. it. I guess I talked all about good. it in like the, you know, in the first half hour or so with like the crazy sound design yeah um hitting you right from the beginning Mm -hmm. it just really just gave me chills and uh and it kept and it kept that same pace throughout the whole thing even with the slow bits with the mom seeking out professional help and everything like it eventually would get scenes of her you don't know what the fuck's going on She's just yelling cunt all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, you know, put yourself in a in in a 70s movie theater, a bunch of religious people. And dear God, God. I could see how this movie absolutely wrecked some people. Just just like, you know, we heard stories of like Passion of the Christ when it came out. Oh, my God. And that was still such an impactful film for religious people at the time when it came out. Imagine how much more so when this film came out and there was nothing preceding it yeah. that was like it. Um, that's that's just kind of crazy to like think of and try to put your put yourself in the shoes of somebody, <laughs> some or some religious person or even non-religious person because that's that's what this movie kind of preys upon is this innocent family who has no religious affiliation. Right. It's, and, it's a, and you know what? That's funny when you when you talk about. Um, Adrian, when you mentioned um, Taryn as a non-religious person feels more biased towards it not being scary. Mm-hmm. As a non-religious person, this movie is actually pretty fucking scary because it's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, what if all this time, yeah, you know, you didn't, right. you didn't give a shit about any of this kind of like mumbo jumbo shit that you think of, right? Yeah. But then it still affects you in some way. Some the demon of... is the one that wants all this beer, not me. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that's. I think. I think it. Uh, I think it hits every audience. Right? Yeah. And and that's something that's really hard to do as a horror movie is to hit a lot of different audiences. For sure. Um, using this this like intangible object. Um, it's usually reserved for either like one or two groups of people, not not just everybody. Mm-hmm. But using the religious and non-religious aspects, it kind of encompasses everybody, right? <laughs> it's just how it works. But um, for that reason, like 
I would rate this movie pretty high too. I was kind of leaning towards what uh, Tar- Taron kind of stole my score. What did you say, eight point five? Yeah. Hmm. Now I got to rate it higher. <laughs> um, especially after everything I just said, I'm like, wow, I, man, I wasn't gonna rate this movie high enough. Yeah, that's how I felt too. But I didn't um, have anything bad to say about it. I, yeah, and from what I could tell, nobody had too much bad to say about it. And I really couldn't think. I was trying to. I was sitting there trying to think, man, what could really like bring my score down? And mm-hmm. nothing really hit me at all. Yeah, oh, man. What's my second score on film film? Is going to be yes. <laughs> what was yeah, your first? Was five, five, I, I, I think it was 9.5 yeah. and I was literally thinking another 9.5 for this movie <laughs> um, yeah I'll go with another 9.5 <laughs> <laughs> spit it out the last point above oh 9.5. my god 9.99 let me do the math I mean, again 8.99. if you get another 8.99 I'm gonna scream holy shit a 9.5 out of Nader brings us to exactly a 9 out of 10. Wow. Locks us it in is. for a Tumblr Hall of Fame. I'm super it's stoked. It's been about a it. while, dude. It yeah, I like... thought Nader was going to have to rate this like a 9.8 or 9.7. I was doing some, <laughs> some quick maths on the side there, but wow, exactly oh, a 9. I'd say the I'd say the 0. 0.5 is just, you know, this the sheer like 40 year gap between yeah. <laughs> me and this movie 48 it's almost 50 yeah. years old like wow 50 yeah. years almost That's insane and, wow so the second movie of uh spooky season 2021 the exorcist makes it into the film fumblers hall of fame sick next week we don't have uh we don't have anything lined up we're we gonna do maybe another thing on instagram i don't know follow us there at film Publers. find all of our socials at filmpublers.com until then we will see you guys next week cheers everyone cheers cheers